Hey everybody, this is Simon. You may or may not know, but we've had a little delay on our schedule for the Ravens. My wife and I were very fortunate to welcome our little baby boy just before Christmas, but he was two weeks late, so that did mess up our uh, our release schedule a little bit. Don't blame him, he's just a baby, it's not his fault. But we are back on track, we have just today released uh, season 1 episode 21 onto our Patreon which is at ravenshoops.net if you're interested in that or if you're already a, a patron of Patreon then you can uh, you can get it on there. It will be released on Tuesday next week and we're fully back into rotation but we didn't want to miss a Tuesday. So this here is our very 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 first ever Ravens episode. So it was our introduction episode that we released before we released the pilot. It was with Alyssa, Ingrid and Michelle from Tree Hill Talk and with Lex from the River Court cast. Subsequently, Dom and I have actually become personal friends with all of these people inside and outside of podcasting since then. But this is uh, interesting to listen back to because this was the first time that we've spoken to them and we've done several podcasts on different channels with uh with both Tree Hill Talk and with River Court Cast or you know with the ladies from both respectively. We made this uh, exclusive on Patreon and took it off of our main uh, feed and the reason for that was because the audio is a little bit messed up so it's not horrible but there are points especially as it continues on towards the end of the podcast where where my audio specifically is really bad and the reason for that is because we are recording through zoom and we hadn't quite worked out the setup of the microphones and you know we're proud of our audio now and we feel you know pretty good about it but you know back then which was only like like what six seven months ago we were still working things out so we didn't want that to be the first episode that people heard and then we're gonna think well I'm not gonna listen to this because the audio is trash so we took that one down put it on to Patreon and uh, and left it there but we're gonna put it out here today as like a bonus episode I think it's really interesting to listen back to to hear you know what what Dom's thoughts was before starting uh, this whole journey and you know to sort of hear how far we've come um I know it's not as good as an actual episode but we will be back to that next Tuesday and episode 21 of season 1 is my personal favorite that we've ever done it's either the best or the worst that we've done you'll have to decide for that One other last bit about this introduction episode. There's a section where I'm uh, explaining to Dom about my history and personal sort of story with One Tree Hill. Now, when we recorded it originally, that whole audio was corrupt and distorted and couldn't make out hardly anything. So I re-recorded it after sort of reading from notes that I have. So it sounds really awkward because there's like no reaction to it and it sounds very staged and that's because it was very staged. I feel awkward listening to that back now especially as we kind of found our rhythm now and at that point we were still a little bit rigid, weren't really sure what we were doing and how much we were sharing about ourselves and all those kind of things that all seem so alien now because we feel so comfortable with our podcast and we love it so uh, it may sound a bit awkward you know. But there you go. 
<laughs> hopefully it's enjoyable in some form and we'll tie you over until next week so i hope that everybody is good hope everyone's staying safe during all of this craziness that's happening in the world and uh yeah we really appreciate all of your support it's overwhelming and uh, very humbling and we appreciate you all so enjoy you just became a raven your art matters that's what got me here Hello and welcome to The Ravens, a One Tree Hill podcast. I'm Simon and I love One Tree Hill. And I'm Dom and I've never seen One Tree Hill. And tonight's episode for debate is no episode because this is the introduction to our podcast. Luke, you mind if we get a few words before your first game? Yeah, we're going to put it on the internet. Ravenshoops.com. Yeah, we're going to have a webcast and everything. What the hell is this? Well, we have this website. Yeah, we're sports announcers. Not in here, you're not. The locker room's closed. No media. Did you hear that? We're media. Welcome to The Ravens, a One Tree Hill podcast, where it is always 10.30 at night, so it's time to grab the snacks from the sweet cupboard, move upstairs and settle in, as tonight's episode for debate is the introduction to our new podcast. So, Dom, before we go any further and talk about One Tree Hill and the fact that you know nothing about One Tree Hill, let's talk about the podcast and what the structure is going to be and and how we're going to do this. So before we go any further, just to give a little bit more background about Dom and I, we have known each other since we were about three years old and grew up together. And we have another podcast that's called The Mighty 90s, which is all about revisiting movies and TV shows that we loved in the 90s and then looking at it from a current day perspective going through trivia analysis and then giving our subjective and objective ratings of the movie or TV show. So we've been doing that from the beginning of 2020 and we've had such a great time doing it. Half of those episodes is just Dom and I talking and going through it. The other half of the episodes, we're really lucky to have cast members or members of production from the movie or TV show actually come on and give us their personal insight. So that's our like podcasting background. And this is now going to be our second podcast. So the other podcast, like I said, is called The Mighty 90s. And you can find that on all podcast platforms under The Mighty 90s. And then this is going to be our second podcast, which is going to come under our podcast network, so to speak, even though at the moment that's just two podcasts. And that we're calling The Mighty 90s as well, just for consistency. So you can find all of our information on themighty90s.com. And we've got The Mighty 90s on Instagram. And then we've got Raven's podcast on Instagram as well. So this podcast was my idea and I talked Dom into it because I love One Tree Hill so much and he has never seen it. So I thought it'd be a great idea and perspective to introduce Dom to One Tree Hill one episode at a time via this podcast and then be able to get his predictions and keep it all spoiler free so he doesn't know what's going to happen ahead of time and, you know, find out what his guesses are and you know sort of enjoy it vicariously through his eyes as a first time viewer and then hopefully through my obsessive fanboy eyes as a repeat watcher dom before we go further let us know what do you actually know about one tree hill 
my knowledge of One Tree Hill is incredibly limited. The only thing I actually know is that Chad Michael Murray's in it and it contains basketball. That's literally it. So um, from what I've seen, it, I, I literally haven't, I've never watched an episode ever. I only know he's in it um, and I only know it's about basketball or contains basketball because of all the sort of memorabilia you have in your house <laughs> uh, and all the little uh, trinkets that you have from them. So my initial guesses of, of what kind of program it is, is kind of that teen drama kind of show um, where they go from being high school to a little bit more grown up college years. I'm not really sure though. So that's, that's kind of my initial guess and understanding of, of where we're going with this. Just before we go any further, this episode we had to record things remotely. So there are times where there's slight bits of feedback on the audio and things that unfortunately we're just unable to avoid. It comes from using platforms like Zoom and Skype and you know trying to trying to do this because of COVID at a distance. So you may hear the odd sort of crack or pop on the audio um, and really sorry about that. I wish it could be avoided. But on our next episode and all the episodes going forward, Dom and I will be recording in the same room. So there should be nothing but hopefully perfect audio. So please bear with us on this episode and hopefully you won't even notice it. Excellent. Well, I'm not going to answer you because the whole point of this is to ensure that it is spoiler free. And that's probably going to be the greatest challenge for me uh, and our listeners. So it's really important that Dom does not get any of this spoiled. So I've already instructed him that he's not allowed to follow our Instagram page just in case there's, you know, there's comments underneath pictures, you know, One Tree Hill pictures and stuff like that, just in case we don't, we want all of his reactions to be a hundred percent genuine i also should add that dom and i are based in the uk we're just outside of london so also things like basketball uh are not massive here like it is uh it is in america so and i know that dom likes basketball but i'm assuming dom you don't know particularly all of the intricacies of of the sport which it does uh theme heavily in the show uh i do not no unfortunately um I've only fairly recently tried to get into more sort of like US sports, but I kind of started with NFL. So I thought I'd take on the most complicated first um, and kind of work my way through. But um, I've watched a lot of films that, that have basketball in it and stuff like that. I, I, it's going to sound ridiculous, but I watched Coach Carter the other week, uh, just just as a something to watch sort of film. And, and I thought I, I knew we would be doing something along these lines. So I try to pay as much attention to the basketball side of it as possible. But um, yes, at the minute, my, my knowledge of basketball uh, is, is very much like One Tree Hill in that it's almost nothing. Well, that is so funny that you say that, Dom, because Coach Carter was written by Mark Schwann, who wrote One Tree Hill. Well, I like Coach Carter, so that could be a good sign. Well, there's even a cast member from One Tree Hill that is in coach Carter. so but yeah he he wrote he wrote that so there you go you've already gone into the universe in a way not that they're connected apart from you know the writing credits but yeah if you like that style of writing uh though obviously uh very different to one tree hill but yeah so subliminally you're already 
already there, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> Which is unusual for me because normally I'm just oblivious to the world. <laughs> is Coach Carter a true story? Based on a true story, yeah. Yeah, I thought so. Because um, wasn't it wasn't it his his son in real life wrote the film or directed it? Oh, I don't know about that. Um, yeah, it's definitely mate. a Carter that directed it. So nice. Well, there is actually some themes and a couple things that actually happen in Coach Carter that actually later transpire in One Tree Hill. Again, no spoilers, but you'll uh, you'll see when we when we get to those points. Just to say that on this episode, we're really fortunate because we are going to speak to two separate veterans of the One Tree Hill podcasting game. We're going to be speaking to Tree Hill Talk, which is a great One Tree Hill podcast, which is presented by Ingrid, Michelle and Alyssa from New York. So we're really excited to speak to them about their experience and they have podcasted one Tree Hill in its entirety, the entire nine seasons. And then we're also really excited to speak to Lex, who was part of the Rivercourt cast, which is another One Tree Hill podcast, which is the first one that I ever listened to. And that podcast actually got me into podcasts in general, which is crazy. That one actually had a massive effect on me. So really excited to speak to her as well and try and get some tips and, you know, just talk about their experience with it before we dive on in to our experience here on the Ravens podcast. Before we go into those interviews, I want to let you know about what the structure of this podcast is going to be like. Because I've very much left Dom in the dark for all of this. This is kind of the theme. Dom doesn't really know much. (laughs) (laughs) He's just here for the ride. (laughs) I'm just here for the eye candy. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> so the flow of this podcast is going to be we're going to take two episodes at a time. So two episodes at a time. So apart from when there's like a monumentous episode, so like the pilot, for example, we will take that and do one podcast episode about that pilot. And then when there's other big episodes like season finales and things like that, we'll dedicate a whole podcast episode to that episode. But when we're going through the seasons, we'll do, you know, like episodes five and six will be like one episode. We'll cover both those episodes in one podcast. And they're probably going to last about an hour and a half to two hours to five hours, depending on how much we have to talk about the subject. (laughs) The structure will be that we'll go through, we'll do a recap and remind ourselves of where we left off with the characters in the previous episode talk about what Dom's predictions were for those characters on the last episode to see if his predictions are running true or not. And I've known Dom, like I said, pretty much my entire life. So we're both just turned 33. So I've known each other for 30 years and he is very acute and very good with predictions and things like this. So I've I've got high hopes for you, my friend. Well, yeah, no pressure. Uh, From what you've been telling me anyway, about the the two podcasts that we're um about to talk to um one tree hill has a massive following so there's there's a slight bit of pressure there for me in that um if i don't like it for whatever reason um people are going to be upset with me (laughs) but i'll only ever be honest so if it's if, if i'm not happy with it or i think something's not right i will say it Totally. And I completely respect that. And that is all that anybody would want is for you to be honest. And 
what people should know about us, especially with our Mighty 90s podcast, is that we keep everything positive. Like We're never going to trash on anything. Uh, but if you think that, you know, or this storyline's not really working, you don't think the character was that good and this, that and the other, then yeah, you must say, because we want it to be an honest, uh, you know, your honest opinion on everything. It's, it's going to be an honest review. I'll be quite happy to, to, to go through and be, you know, straight and narrow about it. I will always find the positives in it as well. Um, so there'll be, there'll be positives in there. There'll be something that I do enjoy from it. I, I have no doubt. It, uh, you know, we're, like you said, we've known each other for a long time and we have fairly similar interests. So I think, you know, if you like it, there must be something in there that's, that's worth watching. So. And for all of the, the diehard One Tree Hill fans out there, I put you on my shoulders and I will fight to ensure that he understands why this is so important. Because there is a real diehard fan base. And like this, it's been off the air since 2012. And uh, it went from 2003 to 2012. Like Instagram, everything, it's full of the fans. Like it's not something that's going away. So it's, uh, but, but it's there for a reason because honestly, this show shapes people and we'll get onto it. I honestly can say One Tree Hill changed my life. I'm not even, I'm not exaggerating. We will get to it and I would explain it to you, Dom. I will. How many seasons did you say there were? <laughs> Nine. Nine? Nine. Is that one a year? 50 Cent got shot nine times and One Tree Hill put out nine seasons. One for every bullet. <laughs> They're connected. <laughs> now, they, yeah, they did, they did uh, one season a year. The ninth season is like a half season. I mean, it's like 14 episodes, something like that. But we will do... So we're looking around, they started filming 2002, aired 2003, first season. That's kind of what we're looking at. Yeah. Okay. But there's a lot of Shakespearean undertones, a lot of Shakespeare in it. So I say that because Dom is a Shakespeare fan and always tries to connect the movies that we're talking about in the mighty 90s to Shakespeare. And there is tons of Shakespeare Themes that are important to One Tree Hill is music and literature and basketball. But you wouldn't, you wouldn't think it. So already there are things in there that you are going to connect well to. That's two out of three that I'm a big fan of. And hopefully the third one I will be. Well, yeah, we're going to convert you to basketball. Well, you already want to be converted. So that makes it easier, right? Open mind, my friend, open mind. So we'll go through, we'll remind ourselves what happened in the last episode, we'll talk about Dom's predictions, we'll remind ourselves and everyone that we are spoiler free, and then we'll go through character journeys. So we're not going to go through these episodes and do it scene by scene, we'll talk about each individual character and then what their journey was through that episode or those two episodes, you know, where they started, where they ended up and then major plot points along the way. And in that way, we'll cover overarching, you know, point of, of the episodes and then we'll end with our judgments who we thought our favorite actor performer was who we thought our favorite background actor was i thought that would be a quite a fun little thing who our favorite person was in the background favorite song favorite quote you know all of these little things and then we'll end with dom's predictions for what he thinks going to happen to these characters 
in the next episode. So that will be the structure. How does that sound, Dom? That sounds great. I'm really, I've really got um, kind of high hopes for the music now. I know you said that. I'm, I'm, I'm picturing something like as great as our Smart House episode, Slam Dunk the Funk. Um, my friend, they take music really serious. Like it's actually, <laughs> there's a lot of music that it put me onto that I'd never heard of before. Um, so it's really good. It's like known as being great for its music. So I think, I think you'll be into it. Cool. Look forward to, uh, to starting and getting that first episode done. So before we go into our first interview with Tree Hill Talk, this episode is going to be a bit heavy with me talking because you don't have any frame of reference at the moment. But on our next episodes, we're going to switch this over and, you know, we need to find out all of Don's thoughts here. Uh, Can I just ask before we sort of move on, uh, how did you get into One Tree Hill? Well, that's actually quite a long story, but I'll give you the short version. And no exaggeration, One Tree Hill changed my life. So I'd say there's a few things that have impacted and sort of shaped me as a person. Obviously, my parents, my wife has had a huge impact on me. We met when I was 22 and she really sort of helped me develop, you know, into adulthood. I worked at a summer camp in America when I was 19, 20 and 21 and that really had a massive effect on me as well. And then One Tree Hill. So I watched One Tree Hill for the first time when I was 23. I had just finished watching The OC, which was okay. It wasn't like my favourite or anything. But these were in the days where you'd have the box sets and I'd buy them from Amazon and One Tree Hill was actually just an Amazon recommendation from me buying the OC box sets. I knew nothing about it, and this is at the time where my wife and I had just moved in together, so she used to fall asleep and I would sit in bed watching TV with headphones on. And from the very first episode, I was hooked. There were so many characters in such a small town and so much going on, I was fully engrossed into it. So as we've already alluded to, the music is incredibly key in One Tree Hill and the theme tune instantly spoke to me and had great meaning to me straight away for the sort of period of life that I was at at that point. The whole point of the song and in a way I guess the show, not to put any spoilers in, but is about becoming the person that you want to be and that was very poignant to me at that time because those were questions that I was addressing within myself. So at this point in my life I was working in an office job and I felt very far removed from the sort of career and life that I had wanted to go into. It's a strange way to say it but I didn't feel like I was being me and in a way I guess I didn't really know or hadn't addressed who me is. That's terrible English but hopefully you get what I mean. So I believe that when you're a kid and when you're growing up, you kind of have your own inner being, like your sort of spirit, I guess, in in a way of who you are. And then as you get older and you become a teenager and you go through different phases and different peer groups, you kind of sway and go into, you know, becoming sort of different versions of yourself. And then when you get beyond adolescence and into your 
early 20s and you know becoming an adult you kind of have to rediscover yourself in a way and sort of reconnect to your inner child to sort of meld into the sort of person and adult that you're going to be you know going forward and, and for the rest of your life so I say that to say this that when I first started watching One Tree Hill I started asking myself that very question of Am I the person that I want to be? Am I going in the direction that I want to go in? And I became very self-reflective and self-aware that I hadn't had any of that sort of previously. I'd sort of just been going along, not really sort of putting too much thought into it. So One Tree Hill was the impetus for me to first ask that question. So the first thing I did was to look at what I was doing for a job and doing for a living. And as I said, at that point, I was working in an office and I had always wanted to work doing something positive and something with people. So that was the, the first thing that I looked at. I also decided that I wanted to start to learn to play basketball and that I'd never played basketball growing up or anything like that but I'd always been a fan of it and a fan of sort of the culture around it etc and so I decided that I was going to change my job and I was going to start playing basketball. Again, all inspired from One Tree Hill. So I bought my first basketball and I was self-teaching myself just at the park like 23 years old learning to play basketball for the first time and I was getting into it so much I actually remember calling in sick one day from work just so I could spend the day on my own at the park just practicing my basketball skills. So I was making all of these changes and I was going to leave this job all so I could be the sort of person that I wanted to be. So I decided that I'm going to get a job as a carer just while I'm sort of working out what it is that I you know, want to do in the long run. This actually loops back round to you, Dom, so just bear with it for a second. So I, I get this job at a care agency and I quit my job. And bear in mind that I'm already living with my, at that point, girlfriend, but you know, future wife at that point. So you know, I've got rent to pay and bills, etc., etc. So just when I'm about to start this care job, last minute, it falls through. Right before Christmas, I had just put a holiday on a credit card and now I've got no money, no job. And as you know, people know, it's very hard to get um, you know, a full-time job right at the holidays. Now, the office job that I left, it wasn't like fancy or anything but you know I went in wearing like formal clothing and stuff and I you know had like business cards and we have to fly to places in Europe somewhere sometimes and and whatever whatever so I was in a jam um, but I was proud I didn't want to ask you know family for money or anything like that I was determined that you know I've got be responsible for myself so I need to get another job doing whatever it is I need to do to be able to pay the bills so I reached out to Dom and Dom is in retail management and I was desperate for a job and I asked if you had anything available that could help me out with and you did and you really did help me out and you got me a job in the warehouse basically at the back just sort of moving crates around you know for deliveries etc I really appreciated it. It was a real struggle for me, I think mentally um, and in terms of 
feeling like I had failed in a way, not in terms of like what this job was or I was doing, but in terms of that, you know, I'd sort of taken a leap of faith and it hadn't worked out. So I actually lost uh, two stone in weight, so it's like 24 pounds uh, in about four weeks and was in a bit of a dark place really. And so to bring it back to One Tree Hill, I was watching One Tree Hill during this period. So I was probably, for the first time, so I was probably through to like season four or five or something like that. And because I was going through a bad time, I stopped myself watching it and basically said that I wouldn't allow myself to watch it again until I felt happier in myself. And I felt like my life was, you know, a bit more sort of on track. So I then end up, after about five or six weeks, being really fortunate and getting a job in the learning disabilities department of a local college. And even when I started there, I struggled a little bit and my wife had this sort of infamous bath talk, we call it with me, where she I was in the bath and she came in one day and basically was like, look, this is what you said you wanted to do. You wanted to work with people. You wanted to do something positive. You know, you have that opportunity now. So you, now you need to make the most of it, you know, so no more excuses. Let's get this going. And that really impacted on me. And I decided that, yes, this is the direction I'm going to go in and I'm going to put my full energy into this and I'm going to dedicate myself to it. And that's what I did. So then I start to allow myself to watch One Tree Hill again because, you know, I'm feeling in a, in a happier space and, you know, my wife and I move, we buy our first place, so on and so forth. And after about a year and a half of working in this learning disabilities college, I become a learning disabilities teacher. After teaching for about two years, I end up starting my own care service that has been running now for about five years. So now feeling good about my career, feeling happy, fulfilled, doing something that I feel is positive. So in the background of this, while all of this is happening with the basketball, so back to One Tree Hill again, I started volunteering for the Special Olympics in my local area as the local basketball coach for the Special Olympics team. So this is as a volunteer, but it was meshing, you know, work and my hobby. So after about six months of that, I was very fortunate to become the assistant coach for the Great Britain basketball team for the Special Olympics. and was really lucky enough to go out to the Special Olympics World Summer Games in Los Angeles in 2015 and we actually won gold and became the world champions of our division and this is crazy this is all stemming from one tree hill so the, the local team that i was managing or coaching sorry um back home in the uk i called the ravens of course to bring it back to where it was all inspired from so then four years later, so in 2019, I was really fortunate to be selected to be the head basketball coach for Great Britain for the Special Olympics and went out to Abu Dhabi and went to compete in the World Summer Games again and managed to coach the Great Britain team to win gold again against USA in the final and became the first time ever back-to-back Great Britain world champions of our division, uh, which is insane. And again, this is all due to One Tree Hill and its inspiration on me. 
And then more recently, we created locally, me and some of my friends, we created a unified basketball team, which is a basketball team that's made up of players with learning disabilities and players without learning disabilities playing on the same team in a local men's league. So we play against local men's teams that do not have learning disabilities. And this was the first time this was ever done in in the UK. And of course, that team is also called the Ravens. And we've just finished two seasons. Uh, So we'll be going into our third season, hopefully, once all this COVID stuff's out of the way. And again, that is all inspired from One Tree Hill. So the mixture of basketball and and my work together is uh, just had such a massive impact on on my life so this is all interconnected and as you can see one tree hill changed my life as did my wife and parents and camp or kyla the american summer camp i went to but they all had an impact on me and helped shape me as a person and helped me sort of rediscover myself um you know as as an adult to a point now that, you know, I'm really happy with the sort of person I am. Obviously, we all make mistakes and life is ups and downs, etc. But, you know, I, I feel comfortable with, with who I am and I attribute part of that to this TV show and its influence. So, in brief, that is the impact that it's had on me. I have watched the show four times, twice in its entirety from season one to season nine. Another time where I got to season eight and then stopped and then another time where I, I just watched like the first season or the first couple seasons and then stopped because I was going through that sort of dark period. And then when I came back to it, I just started again and then went all the way through. So four times, this will be my fifth time for the podcast and I can't wait. Every time I watch the show now, I come away with something different from it. It's very well layered in in that regard. And you can sort of relate to different characters depending on, you know, what's going on in your life and in different stages and so on and so forth. Without giving too much away to you, Dom, because obviously no spoilers, but I could relate to one of the characters that we'll talk about when we get there. Uh, when I was a teenager and having a bit of a, a douchey stage as most people do as a teenager and then connecting to uh, and sort of more aligning and seeing myself more like another character uh, that's kind of the juxtaposition to him I guess you could say um, in the show and sort of seeing myself more like him and then sort of maybe a mixture of both of them as uh, as they go through and sort of character arc but yeah I, we can talk more about that when we get into the show and now i feel like kind of like a mixture of of the both of them but hopefully without the douchebag part so this show means so much to me i imagine it will be with me for my entire life i associate it with me finding the version of myself that i like and i think that is the main sort of takeaway from the show really and obviously we'll get into that but as we go through our lives we are always ourselves at our core but we go through all these different versions of ourselves throughout our lives and we get to choose which version we want to be and hopefully that is a version that that you like and that you enjoy because we are with ourselves all of the time you know and this show hopefully, or it did for me anyway, inspires people to ask that question of themselves. 
And that's really powerful to get that from a TV show. And like with everything, it's a mixture. Like, I'm not trying to say that, you know, this show, you know, is out there just changing everybody's life, etc. But, you know, my wife had a massive impact on me in, in looking at my perspective. But it just asked that question of, is this the person that I want to be? Or do I want to try and upgrade and, you know, be this this other version? And, uh, yeah, and that's that's sort of what it, what it did for me. It inspired the question. A lot of it is timing as well. I mean, I was watching it at 23 and that's kind of a, the age where, yeah, you're you're going into adulthood now or you're, you're in the early stages and these are the questions that you start to ask and you start to become reflective and think about your choices and, and the, the path forward and how you're going to pave that. And then throughout all of that, I've never had anybody to talk about the show with and I've never known anyone that watches it. So that's part of the reason that I was really down to do this podcast with you, Dom. Uh, and then also for us to just be sort of part of the the wider One Tree Hill community and be part of, of everything that's going on with it, you know. And hopefully, you know, you will enjoy the show as well and it will impact you in a positive way. This also isn't to say that I'm some sort of amazing person or anything. I, what I'm trying to say is that I just like the version of me that, that I am now, you know, as opposed to the version that, you know, I, I was before. So that's that's what I'm trying to say. I'm not trying to be like, yay, I'm the best. <laughs> I just mean that, you know, I'm now just content and happy with, with, who, with who I am. And that's a massive thing. So yeah, that's what the show means to me. Wow, that definitely means a lot to you then, doesn't it? Yes. I am. Um, uh, I'm actually really looking forward to getting watching it now because I, I want to see this program for one, you know, for what it is, and kind of have my own judgments on it, um, but also see if I can notice what has impacted you, who has impacted you from it as well, because I, I think I know you very well <laughs> and I, I probably know you well enough in your character type to kind of work out what from the program has made you go I'm going to be a bit more like that I'm going to be a bit more like that and you've always been very driven and determined and maybe um, this program has made you even more so um, so it'd be nice to see kind of that side of it as well I think Nice. Well, thank you. And uh, yeah, I think it's going to be a great journey and I think we're going to really enjoy it. And I'm really grateful to you to, you know, coming along with it. And I hope that you get a lot out of it. And I know that it's, it's to outsiders of the community. I think people can look at it as, oh, yeah, it's just like a teen soap or whatever. And uh, I hope that that you don't get that and that you get, you know, these things that are, you know, so impactful. You might be wondering about the name. So decided to call the podcast Ravens for a couple of reasons. The first one being that obviously it's so integral to the show. Second one being, you know, like I was just saying, we call our basketball team called Ravens. And so it has its life of its own outside of the show uh, to me anyway. But also, originally, the One Tree Hill Dom was actually going to be called Ravens. Oh, cool. Okay. Um, but I think the network decided that that would make it sound too sport-centric or perhaps and there's like um, 
Baltimore Ravens is an American football team, I think. So perhaps there was like, you know, they're worried about copyright infringement or something like that. But for whatever reason, they decided to change it to One Tree Hill, which is actually the name of a U2 song. Okay. So, so all of the episodes are named after songs. So this is how important music is um, to the show. So I think you'll really enjoy those aspects of it. Well, yeah, definitely. I, I love music. Uh, people always say they, they like music and stuff like that. But, you know, music has a, um, a really big place in my life as well. Uh, to the point I, I go to a, a music quiz every week <laughs> and it's just purely music um, because I love it that much. And um, yeah, I've got a friend that is very like-minded with that as well. And he knows like, all sorts and everything. So it'd be great to kind of see what, you know, those episodes are called and what song they take on and kind of the, the theme of each episode based on, on that, I assume. That's what I'm guessing. For sure. Yeah, exactly. I won't say too much because we'll get into them as we get into them. Before we go into our first interview of the day with the ladies from the It Takes Free podcast network who produced Tree Hill Talk, Ingrid, Alyssa and Michelle, here is a quick little commercial about what they do over there. All of the podcasts they do over there are awesome. I can tell you that from the perspective of a genuine listener and subscriber that I am. So definitely get involved and check it out, as I'm sure you'll all enjoy it as much as I do. Seth Cohen, Brooke Davis, Blair Waldorf. Sound familiar? It Takes Three Network houses shows surrounding your favorite nostalgic teen dramas. Whether you are watching for the first time or you're binging for the fifth time, you'll definitely want to check us out. You can listen to Tree Hill Talk, Let's Talk OC, and Three Gossip Girls on your preferred listening platform. And for more information, visit ittakes3network.com. So Dom and I are really excited and honored to be joined by Ingrid, Michelle, and Alyssa from Tree Hill Talk, also from the It Takes Free podcast network. So welcome to the show and thank you for joining us. Thank you so much. Thank you. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) So you guys are over in New York, right? Yes. Long Island, New York. Yep. Excellent. That's so cool. Um, again, just we're we're here just outside of London, so um, it shows how far the One Tree Hill fandom spreads. Yeah, totally. Uh, well, I am a a massive fan of your podcast and of all of the podcasts that you do. So, I mean, as to so Dom is a complete newcomer to One Tree Hill and to all of this stuff. So, could you let him know and our listeners know about your podcast network, like all of the podcasts you cover? So people can get involved sure we started out with tree hill talk which was our one tree hill podcast we watched all nine seasons absolutely loved it and since then we started a podcast network where we watch nostalgic teen dramas we currently are watching the oc and gossip girl and we love every minute of it we loved the one tree hill community we love the oc community we love the gossip Girl community so it's been it's been a blast doing this. Yeah, and the fun thing was, <clears throat> excuse me, with all of our shows is one person is a newcomer or a newbie to watching or hasn't right. seen it in a while. So with One Tree Hill, Liz and I were the newbies and Ingrid was yeah. the veteran, which was so fun to watch as a newcomer. And especially if you don't know what's happening because 
it's a wild ride. There's a lot, <laughs> a lot, a lot of, drama. of drama on One Tree Hill. And he, it's even fun for the person like me who knows what's happening because you kind of just look at them as they're watching and you're like, oh, they don't know what's happening. <laughs> they don't know what's about to happen. And you're just like more excited to see their reactions than what is actually happening on screen. Definitely. So that's fun. And we used to have live streams, which YouTube has now banned from us because it's, you know, copyrighted content. But we would have live stream watches and our podcast listeners would be typing to Ingrid, oh my God, this is going to happen. We (laughs) can't wait for this to happen. And she would just be laughing and Michelle and I would have no idea what was to come. So lots of fun stuff though. I I wouldn't trade it for anything because it was what jumpstarted our network and we had such a blast. This community, like I said, is they're incredible. And now as someone who's seen the show, I get so excited hearing someone else is mm-hmm, watching One yeah. Tree Hill for the first time. In fact, one of our friends just started watching it with his wife and I'm like, oh my God, please let me know what's happening. And then I got my husband to watch it, which we haven't finished yet, but he loves it. And so it's a fun show, man. Yeah. It is fun. It's a long ride too. There's a lot of a lot of content to cover. So in for the long haul. Yeah, yeah definitely. Sure. I, I actually had no idea what like what to expect. I've got no idea what to expect at the moment. And with Simon's, you know, massive sort of fandom of this show, mm-hmm. I'm thinking like, oh God, what if what if I don't like it? <laughs> and it really well, disappoints him. <laughs> well, that could be fun in itself because you can bring your own commentary to it, which, right. you know. That was what was most important to us is to be 100% truthful and honest to... <laughs> how we felt and it didn't resonate with a lot of people and we felt that that was okay and everyone's entitled to their opinions and you could dislike something this character did but then you can love something that this character did you're not going to please everyone and that's something that we have had to come to terms with throughout watching the show and our other podcasts because you're just you're just not going to please everyone everyone has their own opinion yeah i mean i was definitely very blunt and harsh with some things (laughs) well (laughs) which is totally fine yeah just right fine and we you know we never wished ill wills on any of the characters but there were some things that they did (laughs) that (laughs) were in our favorite choice it just wasn't a good choice for them you know yeah See, I, I actually have more experience with the OC. I could probably, <gasps> I could probably muddle my way through the OC. Really? With, with, well, with, with you, one tree hill, I'm a complete guest? Why don't you come be a guest on Let's Talk OC? Because OC is my ultimate favorite teen drama, favorite TV show of all time. So I would love for you to come wow. on and talk with us. That's that is so that is extreme pressure. <laughs> <laughs> what? No, 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 come on, guy! Like literally, you have nothing We're to worry real about. Real relaxed. <laughs> real chill. A friend of mine at university uh, loved it and he watched it religiously. And I, I happened to be in the room a lot of the time when it was on. So. Well, well, let us know. Please, please come on. We, oh, yeah, love- the more the merrier. We love talking about the OC, obviously. Yeah. Let's talk OC. Let's talk OC. <laughs> well, do you know, what's funny is I actually got into One Tree Hill off of the back of the OC. And it literally was from Amazon. It was what was recommended next like, oh, to buy. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. In my in my humble opinion, and I hope this doesn't ruffle any feathers, but <laughs> One Tree Hill is on a complete different level to the OC. I said it. Right. Said no, it. no, you're one hundred percent correct. We say that all the time. Yeah. Because my friend who's now watching One Tree Hill, he's seen two episodes and he's like, I'm just gonna say it, like it's better than the OC. I was like, get the f- out of my house like you don't know what house you're in get out i was like you've seen two episodes but also it is a completely different yes it's a teen drama totally different different vibe and then i feel like when the two shows were out 
Yeah. I remember in high school when the two shows were out, you were either, you couldn't be both. You were either a One Tree Hill fan or you were an OC right. fan. Like it was like, you didn't cross those tracks. That's right. Like I remember I had friends that we were diehard One Tree Hill and they, other people would talk about the OC and I'd be like, Psh, what? No, <laughs> no, no, no comparison. All right. They're, they're so stark, like so completely different that there's no comparison. I can't compare. It's like comparing like apples to like, I don't know. Carrots. Oranges? Not even I know, carrots. I was going to say oranges. Like, it's not even, like it's not even apples carrots. to oranges because carrots. I feel like One Tree Hill is centered around high school, yes, but more of like that team camaraderie and relationships. And not that the OC isn't, it's just a completely different, just a different vibe. There's no sports in the OC. And there's, there's love for one. all. And there's love for all, exactly. Yeah. On the back of that, so... Um, Basketball obviously themes massively in One Tree Hill. And that was something that uh, really spoke to me as a first time watcher. And it actually got me into basketball to the point now, well, it's a whole separate thing, but it actually took me on a whole journey into basketball. So we're, we're talking to Nathan Scott? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, British Nathan Scott? Well, I wouldn't say I had those talents. But, um, but the... But it was all off of the back of One Tree Hill on, and being yeah. so engrossed into the show. And this actually reflects back to partly why I was really wanting to do this podcast was because I think there could be a million One Tree Hill podcasts and I'd listen to all of them. Because like what you said, it's about individual perspective and opinion. And uh, it's great. Your uh, uh, Tree Hill talk is great because you've got your opinions here and then you've got uh, the River Court cast, which I don't know if you ever listened to, but had uh, Lex and Ryan's uh, opinions, which were different. And then, but I've never heard like a sort of an all male perspective on it. And I, I actually don't know anyone that watches the show. It's actually a very sad state of affairs. So partly made this podcast just so I can talk about it. Yeah, I totally get that. Yeah, we get that. Totally get that. I don't know anyone that watches it either other than than Simon. Well now you'll be watching. You'll be watching and you're gonna have a lot of people reaching out to talk to about it. So you'll have plenty of people to talk about. That fandom is it's out there and it's powerful. Right. You'll go from zero (laughs) to a million. So Well, can I can I ask you, um, like, what? How, where did the premise come from to do a One Tree Hill podcast? Like, was it Ingrid? Were you, mm-hmm. you know, trying to convince Michelle and Alyssa to, to do it? Is that where it came from? Are you, you all, like, did you grow up together? Did you, you know, work together? Go to high school together? Like, what is the what was the inception of your podcast? So yeah. yeah, pretty. That's pretty much it. So we all went to the same high school. We're actually each in different grades. So. Uh, Michelle's the oldest. I was one year younger and less younger than that. We were all kind of in the same friend group. But the premise for the podcast itself, we all love to watch TV. Like that's one of our favorite things to do. And we would always talk to each other about shows that we like to watch. You know, Michelle always mentioned the OC. And then I always tried to convince them to watch One Tree Hill because that growing up was that was actually the first show I've ever watched start to finish. Uh, my first full series that was like my high school show into college and that w- it was my favorite so I always said you girls would love it you guys should watch it and then we kind of were like well if we're gonna watch it why not turn it into something and we can make a podcast out of it and we could you know that'll give us the excuse to watch it every week and talk about it and it's something we were doing already so why not record it and put it out there for 
other fans to have a chance to chime in and listen. And boy, do they chime in. (laughs) Yes. Because within a week of us hosting our first episode, we had Mm -hmm. so many people reach out to us and everyone was liking our Facebook page and we were like, what is happening? Like we (laughs) never expected anyone to care about what we were talking about. Right. We just wanted to talk about it. And so we put it and actually, our first ep- couple of episodes, we were recording with an iPhone. We didn't even yeah. sit down with mics or headphones or anything. And we just talked and said, let's just put this up. And people were um, immediately reaching out. And we were just stunned mm-hmm. by their like reception to it. We were just – it was amazing. You know, I remember that first episode. We watched the first two and yep. sat on my – living room floor Four, eating yep. Italian ices. So the misophonia <laughs> is just not great. Uh, and it's fun to re-listen. I really listened to that when I was editing our last episode ever. And it made me cry because mm-hmm. it was very reminiscent of the first time doing this and really just having fun discussing like you would with your friends. We didn't yeah. care about the quality or we just wanted to talk about this show that we're now watching. Mm-hmm. Humble beginnings. Humble beginnings. Totally. <laughs> yeah. So much that we continue to do it into other shows and just jumpstarted everything. Yeah. yeah. I I love that. And I mean, is the is the ultimate goal to I mean, I you mentioned when we were uh, setting this up that, you know, you guys all have, you know, normal nine to five jobs, the same as me and Dom. But I mean, is your yeah. ultimate goal to be able to take something that you love, i.e. podcasting, and be able to do that? you know, as a living or will it, is it always something you just want to see as a hobby? No, it's for a living. I got into podcasting when I was in college. So that was like 2006 and really nobody was listening to podcasts. And I listened to Jonathan Goldstein wiretap. I don't know if you know who he is. He does heavyweight and CBC radio. And so then I would always be like, oh, I'm going to make a podcast. And I made all these little podcasts. So many yeah, little podcasts. So, so, so many little projects. And then when Ing was like, let's do it. And I was like, yes, finally. Like, my two girlfriends want to do a podcast. I'm like yeah. a podcast fiend. I'm like, yeah, podcast. Let's do it. Yeah, right, yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> well, you guys are awesome. And uh, I, I fully believe that uh, you will be able to make that come to fruition. And uh, yeah, we look forward to watching it happen. Now that you've been on this crazy journey of doing you know the podcast from start to finish for one tree hill and obviously continuing for other shows i mean what does the show mean to you now like does it have this must have this even greater weight of importance that you've gone through this journey together with it yeah i mean it's our firstborn we always consider it our firstborn and then it went off to college and now we have our <laughs> other two kids <laughs> and we yeah. love them all equally we put so much passion and pride into all of it and so tree hill talk and one tree hill like we said the community just made it that and being able to go to events and meeting the cast and they love this show so much they love the fans. They love each other. It's amazing to see because there are a lot of shows out there where the cast don't like each other. Yeah. And so seeing how much they love each other and how much they love their fans makes it such a great world to be in. And it's so, yeah, like I said, it's our firstborn. And so very special, it's very mm-hmm. special. Yeah. And it feels like this podcast is part of this One Tree Hill fandom world it's like it has its own like universe pretty much and it's a show that ended so long ago but you go to the forums the facebook pages the instagram pages twitter and it's just constant just today the three main 
females from the show got together via Zoom and they were talking to each other. They're going to be starting a podcast to talk about One Tree Hill. So it's something the conventions are happening multiple times a year. The fans are never going away never from the show. They're, they, we've met people from across the, the planet that have watched this show 20, 30 times over. Right. And they have their children named after these characters. Oh, it's something, yeah. it's just generation after. I don't think the show is ever going to go away. Right. I don't ever. Either. I remember when we first started, I had a bunch of people that I worked with. They were like, wait, hasn't that show been yeah. on air forever? Yeah. I'm like, yes. However, the <laughs> fandom keeps it alive and the mm-hmm. cast loving it so much. Everyone just keeps it alive. And I just, I never see that going away. Yeah. Ever. How does this make you feel, Dom? Any pressure? <laughs> Um, a little bit, yeah, because <laughs> uh, like like you've told me before, Simon, there's such massive scope of you know fans across the world, and uh, and and now with um, what what you ladies have just told me, it's it's even more than I had expected. Uh, so yeah, I need to be. Um, I mean, we're positive. We we say we say this about everything, and and on our other podcasts as well is that we always try to remain positive but we're you know honest yeah, uh, yeah. I, I just hope that uh, my honesty doesn't end up with a backlash of abuse oh no <laughs> Dom, hey, listen <laughs> don't uh, dude <laughs> Simon Simon yeah. will be giving me the abuse no one else hopefully <laughs> right 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 yeah I mean we said at the top of the show we did have a lot of opinions that maybe didn't resonate with others and you just have to be who you are and hope that people enjoy you. I mean, mm-hmm. like I said, we just, we never thought people would want to listen to us. And then they just liked the way our banter was yeah. Yeah. and decided to continue to listen to us and then continue to listen to us in our other shows too. So if you're just who you are, you and, can't go wrong. And also how boring would it be if right. every episode you're like, wow, that was great. Right. Yeah. Well, I really like that. Right. right. Oh yeah. Do that again. Can't wait for next week. Yeah. No, that's boring. You want to hear boring. the raw commentary coming off for the discussion that's going right, to follow. Definitely. I'm going to make sure that he loves it so much that Dom's firstborn will be called either Nathan or Lucas. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Perfect. Just force the love on him. There you go. Lucas and Nathan are both great names. Yes, they Simon, are. Simon talks about, about it so fondly and that it has, has changed him and impacted him um you know in some of his life decisions as well um and and i often think oh, if i watch it and it, it has no sort of well we often joke on our other podcasts that i have zero emotion and i'm really worried that that's <laughs> going to impact my my viewing of this whole show <laughs> i can't wait to listen to you yeah, guys <laughs> i think that would be actually a really fresh take on yeah that, because you have someone who's so incredibly passionate about the show and then you're coming in with completely different opinions and a different vibe and hey if you don't give a shit whatever well i feel that way <laughs> right now on three gossip girls list oh, yeah. has seen it and i really have no emotion for these people right and that's okay because <laughs> you're watching it as a 30 something year old yeah for the first time where when i first watched it i was maybe 19 years old and my opinions have changed and right. that's something we talk about all the time is age and life perspective makes you see the show in a completely different mm-hmm. way so when ingrid started watching it for the first time you know she had her favorite moments and her favorite characters and then Who's to say it wasn't going to change later on because your opinions change. Mm -hmm. And that's totally fine. Not to worry. That's how it goes. Yeah. Simon, do you have a favorite character? That's a a great question. Everyone's not your favorite character, but. (laughs) Well, I'm 
probably what the first one I I've watched this. I thought this actually leads on to my next question. I was going to ask you how many times you've seen that segue. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to ask you how many times you've seen it. Like, I've seen it. I just finished for the fourth my fourth run through. Wow. Uh, wow. In ten years, I watched it when I was twenty three, and at the beginning, I think I. I sort of saw myself as like a Lucas. So, you know, to sort of identify as a character. But I think as it goes on, I actually, I'd say Nathan's probably my favorite character. But as a second, as like a backup, as not sort of one of the, I guess he becomes one of the main characters. But I do like uh, Mouth, Marvin. And I do also like Dan, believe it or not, as the antagonist. We actually love Dan. So you you love to hate Dan, and there's nothing wrong with that. It actually makes it a lot more fun if you appreciate how evil he is. Completely. (laughs) Well, I mean, without giving any spoilers, I mean, who who was your favorite characters individually? For me, it was Peyton. Mm -hmm. From start to finish, I absolutely love her. And... We've, I think collectively, I mean, I'll let them speak right, for them, but we love Mouth. We love right? Mouth. And special place for Chris Keller. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was always Keith. Keith was always my favorite. Uh, and then eventually I ended up really loving Brooke. Mm-hmm. But, and Mouth. Mouth uh, we, we say we – and Lee – is probably the most, if not the nicest person in the entire world. So I'm sure he would definitely come on your <laughs> podcast. He yes. is awesome, so genuine, so sweet, just yeah. loves chatting and just made us fall in love with Mouth even more, knowing how amazing of a person he is. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Incredible. Well, this, yeah. This, is, this is a great time to say that you have amazing interviews on your podcast and uh, – Everyone, if you haven't already, you must go over to Tree Hill Talk and listen, well, to the whole show. It, definitely the uh, the interviews are, are brilliant. You have such great uh, dynamics and flow with the people you're interviewing. You have a great interview style. Thank you. So sweet. But Michelle's actually crying, though. <laughs> I am. <laughs> I was very, I just got chills and I'm crying. So, Ingrid, please tell us your favorite yeah. character. Oh, yeah. Favorite character. Well, um, during my first watch, I loved... Peyton and Lucas, definitely. But now when I rewatched it the second time, uh, Nathan. And then, of course, Mouth is always, right. like like we said, our favorite. But Nathan, I definitely liked the most, I think. Right. Yeah. I mean, my godson's name is Nathan. I convinced my cousin to name him that. So Nice. You know. You know my, my wife is actually pregnant and uh, for with, our, with our first uh, baby. And- Congrats. Congrats. That's amazing. That's awesome. Thank you. I've been subtly trying to uh, put a couple names in there. <laughs> oh, you should. <laughs> I mean, you could just name them Lucas Nathan, Nathan Lucas. Peyton Brooke, Brooke Pey- Peyton. Pey- right? Peyton Brooke and Brooke Peyton. See, Dom, this is what this show does. It makes you want to name your children after it. So. I, I thought we true. were going with Dom. No. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, Dom. Choice. There's no Dom in One Tree Hill. Okay. So. Dan. No, there isn't. No. There's a Dan, but not a Dom. No. no. Uh, close well, enough. <laughs> what would you say your again? And it's very difficult because we're having to try and keep it spoiler free for Dom. Oh, we but, know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which is which is your favorite season? 
four. I was going to say four, four popped into my head too. Four, four popped into my head as well. We thoroughly enjoyed every moment of nine, the whole sum up of the show. We love that too. And of course, season one, and I can't one, go yeah. wrong with that. Like you one, know? yeah. I think I would go like four, one. Four, one, nine, nine. Maybe six. throw five in there too. Maybe a five, then yeah. six. Yeah. So, seven and eight, guys. I did it dirty. We did so, it dirty. yeah, it's not. <laughs> Just going to say that. Favorite. But hopefully, wow. I'm interested to see how, uh, how Dom likes seven. Same. Because yeah. hopefully we won't get. Because so I'm re- <laughs> My husband and I are on season six, and I was like, listen, I want you to watch nine, but I'll skip over seven and eight and fill you in. <laughs> I can't do it. Can't do it. Do you know, that's funny you say that. So I've watched the show four times, but I think twice I stopped it at the start of season eight and didn't make it through. That's Uh, right. That's right. Yeah. We understand why. Uh, Of course, if you go back and listen to our episodes, we were as real as we possibly could. (laughs) So I'm sure we offended some people out there, but we pretty much got nothing but positive feedback the entire time it's actually now many years later that people are are reaching out and saying we can't believe you said this about this person and we're like we we have no recollection yeah i don't remember that about this person so sorry if we offended you we absolutely love the show as a whole and we would never wish anything upon these characters so well, it's okay to, like you said, to enjoy something, but to also, you know, have the bits to sort of nitpick at because right. it's just part of it, isn't it? And it's part of, you have to have a couple lows so that the highs are even better, I guess. Yeah. Right. And we're always open to constructive criticism or talking, like, let's have a discussion. Tell us why you like this character and we'll tell you why we don't. And it's been like a theme of our, like at least in our newer podcast where there are page, mm. uh, wow, there are characters where people just didn't like them. And now we've kind of changed their opinions. And that's, that's like my so favorite thing. Yeah, it's amazing to have someone say, I really didn't like X, Y, and Z, but now I like them because of your perspective. So, you know, take it or leave it, I guess. <laughs> Nice. And so what, how many times have you each individually watched the show now, like all the way through or, you know, up to eight at least? (laughs) Believe it or not, I'm not much of a rewatcher when it comes to TV shows. I rarely, if ever, now that I think about it, I don't think I've ever really rewatched an entire show. So I've honestly watched it the first time when it was on live. I watched it all the way through live, all nine seasons, and then rewatched it for the podcast. And that's it. Right. Yeah. I mean, I've only seen it completely through the one time. I did go back and watch mostly all of one because we were going to the events and things. And I wanted to refresh my memory, but then I, I didn't continue. Not because I didn't love watching it. I just was either watching something else or just just happened that way. No, so I've never watched it again really after the podcast. I watched it the first time through for the podcast. Then I watched up till season six by myself leading up to an event and then watched one through six again with my husband. Yeah, so, you're, so see, one through six you've seen three times now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. And um, what would you say your hardest part of Tree Hill Talk was? You know, was there any points where, you know, it was, it became, it was difficult or I don't know. Keeping yeah. It, keeping it spoiler free for Michelle and Liz. <laughs> um, I don't know if you heard the episode, but we went to an event that would play 
uh, clips from the show in between while we were waiting for certain things to happen. And we literally had to cover their ears and cover their eyes. Well, had to run out of, um, run, run away from a screening because they decided to screen the the final episode. episode. And I'm like, we're outside in this park. We're actually on the river court and they have a big screen and they were like, Oh, they played the 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 pilot, which makes sense. But then we're like, they're not going to play the last episode. They play the last episode. I'm like, get up. I'm like, run, run, run. We're running across the park. I'm like, cover your ears. We're like, I think we were singing Hamilton. To well, like yeah. That was Hamilton. funny too, because I'm sitting by myself, Liz and Ingrid are getting food and I get this text and I was like, they're like, get up. And I see it coming. I'm like, no. And it's black and there's people sitting and I grab the blanket and I grab our stuff and I'm running and I don't know where I'm running. And I'm like, oh my God, cover my ears. I can't hear this. Yeah, we ran so far. Stress- Way. Stressful, man. It was, it was very stressful. It was a lot of fun, though. In hindsight, well, looking back, now we can laugh at it. But it was it was pretty hard to keep it spoiler free, especially yeah. because we did end up going to an event mid watching. Mm-hmm. We weren't done with all of the seasons yet. I think we were on season seven, maybe at that yeah. time or six, six, I think. Yeah. And so when they had they kept having these like videos and q a's that ruined something too we we loved being a part of it and we pretty much got away scot-free until the last day we were there and they ruined something pretty big for us but um i still wouldn't change it for anything it was a lot of fun i remember we got a message and i read it and, and totally I in- misinterpreted, interpreted it. <laughs> it wrong for a season six storyline. And it literally made me feel one way the entire season. And poor Ingrid was trying to coach me and be like, don't feel this way. Right. Are you sure you want to feel? Yeah. And I literally had myself convinced and sick to my stomach <laughs> that something was going to happen. happen. And then we get there and it doesn't, it doesn't happen. I was just like, wow, I don't understand. I need a moment. Yeah. So that was hard. Yeah. So it, it is because it is so hard. And especially with the fandom, if you are on social media, a lot of things every day, all day, they're posting images and quotes and, you know, things that just happen. And so it, it's hard to avoid and you, you will see that issue as you guys go along. So even, I mean, it's good that no one in your social circles, like right. you said, watch the show, because even when we started, I had a couple of people like, Oh yeah, I watched it. Did you get to, and then right. they say like a big thing and, and you're yeah, like, mm, no, no, I didn't, but thanks for that. I don't understand people like that. You let, let me tell you <laughs> what I'm up to. Right. Don't, yeah. don't say, have you gotten to this part yet? Right. <laughs> Do you know, that's, that's funny. When I was watching uh, the OC for the first time, and I'll keep this spoiler free, but there was uh, a death at one point, which I'm yes. sure you're the aware of. Death, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I was on like the first season Hello? and I told someone I was watching it and they're like, oh my God, has blah, blah died yet? And I was like, <gasps> what? <laughs> no. <laughs> I just don't get how people That's could do worst. that. And that was probably the, the biggest spoiler of the OC. And so the fact that they told you that is really awful. Simon's been really good with like not telling me anything and, and obviously convincing you guys not to say anything. Yeah. yeah. And, and yeah. I'm one of these people uh, that I would never give spoilers away, especially if people don't want to know. But I also, I, I'm also not fussed by spoilers. So if someone gave me a spoiler, I'd be like, okay, that happens. The only, the only thing I get annoyed with is if I go, if I watch a, a program, I watch a film, something like that, and I, I get invested in a character that I really like, and they die. That really annoys me. So I kind of rather know going in than than, than not knowing. But right. Simon, Simon, Simon's banned me from 
uh the the, the instagram page and and like yeah. basically our social media and he controls all of that so he said right you're not allowed to follow it you're not allowed to to know anything so i'm going in completely blind are That's you the, the best type, way are you the type of person that is going to ask simon like hey can you tell me if this person is off the show or can you tell me what happens there will he actually tell you or for the sake of the show you won't go into that I- I, w- I wouldn't ask because I know he okay. wouldn't tell me. Oh, okay, good at least. Because <laughs> I fair. always ask. At least you yeah. have an understanding there. Yeah, because yeah, the girls would be like, so is this so-and-so's last episode? And I'd be like, mm, yes, <laughs> no. Like, we have this theme. It's called The Island on our network. And every time someone, it's usually a side character that it seems as though their storyline has ended, will be like, is this person on the island? And generally, whoever has seen the show will confirm yes. And it, and it generally upsets us because yeah. the way that they end those things never makes sense. There's no closure. And I really need to make a visual of all of our characters on an <laughs> on island. An island. Yeah. <laughs> the It Takes Three Network island. Yeah, and there's a lot on there. Yeah. It's a full community. It's a big island. How how would you describe One Tree Hill to someone that hasn't seen it without any spoilers? (sighs) Two brothers that have the same father. I don't know if I'd even go that far. No. They're in the same high school and they play basketball and there's a lot of... A lot of I would uh, I would go I would just say it's a, a small town high school okay. with all of these kids and families that are intertwined and there's drama and there's sports and you just and along you just for the watch ride the progression of how they grow up really yeah. yeah a lot of heart and soul yes yeah a lot of nice. quotable moments yeah cool is it uh, a Lucas and Nathan are they the are they the two brothers am I way off. Do you, can I confirm? Do you want I mean, to maybe that already? Simon should say am I, something. Am I doing exactly what I said I didn't do? And ask right. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe Simon should uh, should take that one. We'll we'll just say nothing. Though. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> we will nor, we will neither confirm nor deny. Oh, right. Message message received. Good. 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 Hopefully, uh, one day, one day, uh, I'll be able to. If Dom will get so invested in the show that I will be able to convince him to travel to uh, Wilmington and perhaps we can attend one of these events and then hopefully you guys will be there and then we could do a, a catch-up show live and in person. Uh, be that would be yes. so fun. You ever, Wilmington is definitely a place that everyone should go to. There's a lot of history there. There's a lot of shows that have been filmed there. And so just being in the town itself you feel like you're in the it's show. It's like you're in the show. Yeah. And it's, ugh, it's such a great, just uh, an experience that you really will never have with any other show, I think. Yeah. It's a great town. Yeah. I, I really want to go. It's kind of difficult to, to justify <laughs> yeah. to my wife, like, hey, let's go to this uh, town that you will have no <laughs> reference of. So I can go to this basketball court, maybe, that doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> And, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, it's unfortunately it's not true. there anymore. Yeah. Your wife has never seen it. You've never pressured her to go turn to the dark side. I've, I've tried to a couple of times, but she's it's not into uh, it. Yeah, she's, she's not into it. I mean, hopefully That's all right. she, you can, you can blame it on me now. You can say Don wants to go. He doesn't want to go on his own. <laughs> I, th- I think that she's going to, uh, watch it in coordination to listening to the podcast. Oh, good. Uh, That's fun. So That's be a good, good way. Hopefully. Right convince her to yeah she'll she'll get on board 
So, right, final question again, without any spoilers. Uh, who you said who your favorite character was? Who is your least favorite? Like, did you have a character? That... Go ahead, Michelle. We I sure do. I'm chomping at the bit here, Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> Michelle hates Rachel. Rachel is definitely not up there. I'm trying to think if I have someone who I dislike the most. Yeah, right now I'm like blanking, right? I I thoroughly love everyone for who they are and who they I mean, there's be, like runner-ups, but right, I won't say anything. Mm. <laughs> mm. I'll just say my least favorite just cuz like I didn't really ever care for them that much is Quinn. I knew you was going to She was my runner-up. Yeah. Cuz Rachel at least was spicy. She, she was, was. Like, she gave like oomph to the show. Quinn it's like who's Quinn who's Quinn I know and I think also like we said it too on the podcast like Daniil I because she was so good at playing Rachel fired me up so I appreciate that acting I just you know Quinn and you know yeah yeah I think I think the problem with Quinn in my opinion is that there's a uh, Dom cover your ears (laughs) earmuffs okay I'm covering is uh, she was a bit too like uh, like a bit of a goody goody is how we describe mm. in the UK. Like yeah. there was no, she had no flaws, so there was nothing to it's overcome. Vanilla. Right, I I could agree with that. Uh, and even her counterpart, who I will not say, just in case Dom is is here with us, uh, a little <laughs> vanilla in himself as yeah. well. Yeah, that's the third one. In yeah, the, <laughs> my roster. The third. I actually I. Uh, for good reason, I guess, but um, I never liked Taylor. Taylor? Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, I could see that. Yeah. That's a good choice. <laughs> Taylor was rough also. She, definitely. And then there's a lot of those side characters that came in. Um, oh, my gosh. I'm blanking on his name. Derek? Nope, from high school. Oh. The brother and the, the next-door neighbor. Oh, my bro- gosh. Oh, Felix. 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 Oh, you're yeah. right. I didn't really. Felix yeah. was pretty awful. Felix was rough. <laughs> Even... um. What's Brooke's dad's name? He was not a nice person either. Oh, no. yeah. He only came in right at the... Oh, I don't yeah. want to say. Yeah. 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 He wasn't great either. Yeah. Yeah, so there's a lot of, like, other ones. That oh, uh, not Alex. She was pretty terrible. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry if I don't remember her name. <laughs> not Alex is pretty damn okay, good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but other than that, truly, like, the, the core of the main characters, can't, I can't pick. Love them all. Mm-hmm. Just like, mm-hmm. you know? Excellent. I love that. I also just want to say I never warmed to Grubs, just saying it. Oh, Grubs. Oh, we love Grubs. <laughs> we loved Grubs. But, oh, I've forgotten the counterpart of Grubs. The, yes. the, she was British, wasn't she? Yes. Her she, name. she annoyed me the most. What? what she annoyed name? me because she was, I thought she was a bad representation of British people. I was like, you're making oh, yeah. bad. Yes. What's her name? Or was she yeah, evil? I'm looking it up. It's, <laughs> it's going to bother me if we can't figure out her It's name. not for you to know, Dom. I thought I told you to put your earmuffs on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. I forgot about her. Yeah, but, you know. She was okay. They're, they're all okay. But the, yeah, the, right. main, the main cast, the main protagonist. Miranda. 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 <laughs> that was her name. <laughs> Oh man, Grubs! I forgot about Grubs. Hey uh, guys, I I actually have a question for you too. Yeah. Okay, so in our Tree Hill Talk podcast, it's a question I ask everyone. I ask the cast this question, <laughs> and I don't know if you know what question I'm referring to, but if you were a type of noodle, what kind of noodle would you be? 
I have heard you ask this question before. Yeah. Are you like, wow, let me roll my eyes at that one? <laughs> no, I just, uh, I'm more, I've never chosen. thought about what my answer would be. But, um, I immediately went ramen. Ramen. <laughs> very popular choice. It is a popular choice. Didn't Antoine pick that one? Yeah. He did. And yeah. so did James, right? Antoine, I no. think he was udon. Udon noodles was James. Michael picked that. Michael was, oh yeah. Right. I uh, I'd say a soba noodle, you know the oh, Japanese. Soba. <laughs> soba noodles are delicious. I like that. Good choice. Good choice. Thank you. What, what noodles are you guys? Um, I was definitely like a penne. I was a basic penne, like alavaca girl. Yeah, I was, I was like a- gnocchi. Yeah, yeah, and then red lentil <laughs> penne red lentil. noodle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Well, um, thank you so, so much for your time. This has been so much fun. Uh, but can you let everybody know, where can everybody find you guys on social media and your website and all of that stuff? Yeah, you can head over to ittakes3network.com. That's our Patreon page. You can check out all of the things we have over there. But if you want to follow us on social media, we are at ittakes3network. Yeah. And you can follow us on all of our pa- all of our individual, individual podcasts podcast are on pages, there yep. but they also have their own pages that you can check out too well we're gonna for sure on all of your releases we're gonna be putting that out on our both of our social uh, media pages and uh yeah because it's it's a lot of the same if not all of the same probably sort of listenership and people that are interested in uh you know in these same shows so um yeah thank you so much for all of your insight and yeah hopefully we can continue and and have you guys back you know when we finish season one and then finally we can talk to dom about it in detail and yeah right. a little bit of spoiler i always love that yeah, yeah that would love definitely that. be fun and we'll have to have you on the mighty 90s as well do you have a classic 90s movie that you guys yes. oh yeah um clueless we love clueless <laughs> I was already thinking, I'm like, oh my God, what are they going to do right. next? We would love to talk Clueless because Michelle and I, I absolutely love that movie. Clueless is definitely one we would have, have to do anyway. I think it's the kind of a monumental Classic, 90s film. Yeah. 90s. Also, oh no, that's 80s. I was like, Back to the Future, but that's not yeah, 80s. No, that's 80s. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> 80s. Love Back to the Future, though. We can do Back to the Future free. That came out in 19. 19- oh, True, you're there right. You oh, that's a fun one. What a journey. <laughs> well we can do any of those it can be your choice so you choose what movie it is and then we'll uh yeah we can all cover it together on the mighty 90s that'd be awesome so much fun perfect well thank you so much for your time and uh yeah that's i hope we can keep uh keep the communications going and uh yeah we look forward to being with you at the end of season nine whenever we eventually get there (laughs) yeah you'll definitely get and good luck on your your one tree hill journey yes we can't wait to follow (laughs) that's about your release schedule for uh the oc and gossip girl yeah so let's talk oc is released every monday and three gossip girls is released every thursday Oh, wow. See, that's really good. You're keeping up. Every yeah, we, we actually record Let's Talk OC um, on Tuesday nights. The episode goes live the Monday following. And then Three Gossip Girls, we record on Thursday. And then the following Thursday, it goes live. So right. we record twice a week. Yeah. That's really good. That's really Thank good. Thank you. It's and a lot uh, of work. Is it, is it just <laughs> one of you that does the editing? Or how does that work? Well, since Michelle has seen the OC... 
she takes on socials and edits for that. And I've seen three gossip girls. So I take on socials and edit for that. So it kind of has a good. Like yeah. A so that's why we have like two shows running right. simultaneously, right. but it's not all one person doing it. Yeah. Very cool. So you could say it does take free, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time. And uh, yeah, we will, uh, we'll keep in touch. Cool. Thanks guys. Thank nice to meet you. Nice pleasure. to meet you too. Thank you very much. So that was Issa, Ingrid and Michelle from the It Takes Free podcast network. And now on to our second interview with Lex from the Rivercourt cast podcast. Dom and I are honoured to be joined by Lex from previously the Rivercourt cast and then now from Lex and Matt's Excellent Adventures. Lex, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me on, guys. I feel honoured. We're honoured. (laughs) well so you're in florida is that right yes i am in florida unfortunately ryan is in florida as well he lives right down the street from me excellent well so dom has no context of this because he has knows nothing of one tree hill apart from the little Mm -hmm. bits that i've told him so he hasn't listened to any one tree hill podcast or Mm -hmm. anything i i have to say i am a huge fan of yours the river court cast was the first podcast of any podcast i actually ever listened to and got into and then off of the back of that i really got into listening to podcasts uh, and even led into Dom and I starting our own podcast journey with the Mighty 90s, which is our mm-hmm. other podcast about 90s movies, to now coming sort of full circle to be talking to you about podcasts is kind of a surreal meta thing for me. So, yeah. It's, it's kind of surreal for me to know that I did this thing and that it was the first podcast you'd ever listened to and then it inspired you to make things. So that's, that's I mean... Anytime you create something, if it, if it affects people in any way, if it touches them in any way and encourages them to do something like that, that's, that's all you can really ask for when you make something. So um, I'm, I, 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 it's very sweet and I'm very honored. And I know Ryan is as well because I have relayed the love uh, that you guys <laughs> have had, or that you have for the show. Well, that's awesome. Thank you. I mean, I actually started to re-listen to the River Court cast today while I was mowing the lawn to, uh, mm-hmm. you know, remind myself. And I actually ended up listening to four episodes today. <laughs> it's, uh, that's great. And then hopefully, Dom, uh, because your podcast was spoiler-free as well, mm-hmm. as we go through, Dom, you could start listening to the River Court after we've recorded our episode, so you could uh, be getting it from different angles. Yeah, definitely. Going to listen to uh, the podcast that one got you into it and two will make sense to what we're trying to achieve as well. Exactly. And I guess the, there's a, a slight difference in, in the format of what we're trying to do. So as we were sort of just talking about off microphone is that our podcast is about the fact that Dom's never seen it. I mm-hmm. love it. And then sort of seeing it through his eyes, but keeping it spoiler free, which is something that you did on your uh, podcast. So firstly, if anyone listening has never listened to the River Court cast, it is a must. Uh, you can find <laughs> it on iTunes and it's, it's on Tumblr, right? And some other places? Yeah, I believe we, we upload it on Tumblr and it should be on some sort of Android device because Ryan has his own show called Turtle Soup that's a, a tur- uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles podcast. So he was aware of all of the platforms to upload on. So I'm sure it should be out there uh, and everything like that. 
um, yeah, and we've just, we've left it up. We, we haven't done it in a few years. Circumstances just ended the show. Um, not, no bad terms or anything like that. Ryan and I are still, he's one of my best friends in the entire world. I'm one of his best friends. Uh, but we just, time and everything got crazy. And so we didn't end up finishing it. And so I love the idea of someone going and carrying on this legacy and, and starting from the beginning. Um, spoiler free was really important. Because I liked the idea that I know that a lot of people are discovering One Tree Hill for the first time now. Streaming has changed everything. I found it because, you know, I found some DVDs. I thought the, the cover looked interesting. And that's how I found Smallville as well. It's a show that I really love. And I, I just was like, okay, let me, let me give this show a shot. And I was hooked. And I think season three was when I started watching it live two or three something like that but I caught up on the DVDs and then went into it from there so I, I I liked the idea of younger people watching this show and one time I was just messaging Ryan going like I don't think there's any One Tree Hill podcasts that's crazy to me because I got him into the show and his wife as well and I was like okay so let's do this this format two two ways and it was, you know, spoiler free and then keep it where the audience, the target audience of the show is teenagers. So let's keep it clean for the most part so that like, you know, let's not drop F-bombs and everything like that so that the kids who are watching it can listen. We know kids say whatever they want to say, but I still like the idea of, you know, let's keep it for the audience of One Tree Hill. And it was perfect. Uh, something that I will, <laughs> there you go. It was perfect. Leave it there. But the, something that I uh, really respected about your podcast as well is the audio quality was brilliant. Like it was so crisp. And as, um, so I do the, the editing on our podcast and um, mm -hmm. I am no expert at all. This, you know, the, I've kind of been learning this stuff as we've been going. And since before COVID, Dom and I would be recording here in the same room and it was so much mm -hmm. easier to get the audio to sync. We'd have our, each have our own mic and it was quite simple. But it's actually quite a maze in the lab room to try and get really good audio, uh, especially over, you know, using um, platforms you know, for social distancing. Uh, but your podcast yeah. was always really, really crisp. And that was, you know, even what, did it start in like 2015, something like that? So Yeah, yeah, something along those lines. And we, we did record in the same room. Um, we recorded at Ryan's house. And the thing that, <laughs> I mean, everyone should be jealous of any podcast that Ryan produces because he's a audio engineer. He went to school for audio engineering. So he's always going to be above us in that game. Don't tell him I said it, but you know, he's, <laughs> he's, he's great at what he does. Um, he, he edits, he just edited an EP. Like he goes and he, like, this is, this is a part of a big part of his life always has been. So yeah, he's, he's amazing at audio work. Well, before we go and dive into One Tree Hill, let's talk about your current podcast, Lex and Matt's Excellent Adventure. So what's like the premise behind that? I mean, I've listened to, to a few of them already um, and it's really oh. fun, but just for, you know, people that don't know, how what's, what's that all about? So one of my other best friends, uh, I, I consider best friend a tier, not a person. Uh, so one of my other best friends, his name is Matt Peters. Uh, he lives in Chicago. And we became friends years ago over a Facebook mutual friend sort of situation. And we've talked back and forth over the years. 
And then we, we've had a lot of interesting discussions, um, both fun and completely out there. Like, you know, we like talking about comic books and movies and things like that. And then we also have gotten into really difficult discussions because he is a black man and I am a lesbian white woman. So like we have, and, and he's also 10 years older, over 10 years older than me, 11 years older than me. So we have very different outlooks on life. So what we do in this podcast, um, we talk about news stories that interest us or things like that. We'll dig into heavy things as well. And we'll try to do it in a way that's, that's fun, that can help you deal with it obviously with everything that COVID that's going on, we've had to talk about a lot more intense stuff. Uh, but then we also talk about like comic books and comic book movies and video games and, you know, these geeky things that we share. And so that like that, the podcast is ultimately about our friendship and the evolution of our friendship as well as the evolution of ourselves. So that's why it's the excellent adventure. It's, it's really nice to hear that two people with um, two very, very different backgrounds have, uh, I've got this, you know, it seems like a great bond um, yeah. and you can kind of talk about absolutely anything and, um, you know, uh, make it fun and mm-hmm. make it personal, but make it, you know, relevant to your listeners as well. And, and a lot of, you know, you said that that age gap between you. So you're going to have, you know, the younger, slightly younger generation of, of you know, your your followers to, to his older generation, mm-hmm. which is which is fantastic. And, and obviously yeah. your, your backgrounds and, you know, whether he'd be black, white, and the same as mm-hmm. yourself in your LBGT plus community mm-hmm. as well listening, which is fantastic. Yeah, and it's a, um, I found a lot of freedom in that too, because when we recorded Rivercourt, I was not open about my sexuality. Um, so you hear that and I'm kind of like, uh, like, you know, I'm kind of dancing around things because I was still figuring things out for myself. And this podcast has allowed me to be open. Not that I couldn't be with Rivercourt. It just was my personal journey to being, you know, to safely talk about those things. Um, but, you know, it, it's just a very safe environment of what, you know, Matt and I discuss and, and we're not afraid to, you know, call bullshit on the other person and everything like that. So it's it's just a yeah it's a really great experience being able to work with someone so cool and one of my best friends. That's great. Very cool. I mean, and so where can people find find that podcast? That podcast is across the board. We're on Spotify. We're on Stitcher. Um, Apple Podcasts is always great because that's how you you know you guys know that's how you go up in the ranks and everything like that with reviews. Uh, yeah, we're, I think we even have a YouTube channel that just auto uploads to YouTube. So you can find it anywhere and it's called Lex and Matt's Excellent Adventure. Very cool. Well, we will spread the word on that, on our, on our social medias, etc. And, Thank uh, you. yeah, get involved, um, with <laughs> Lex and Matt's Excellent Adventure as Dom and I will. So to One Tree Hill, mm-hmm. we have to take you all the way back, Lex. I mean, you, you're part of the canon in a way now we kind of <laughs> we were talking about this so we just spoke to to tree hill talk um mm-hmm. which yeah. uh, another i kind of in my opinion there are two one tree hill podcasts is the river court cast and tree hill talk and yeah um and both coming from sort of slightly different uh, perspectives and, and ways of handling it um and both 
excellent and they were saying how it's like they've gone through the whole journey and it's like they're sort of feel like they're part of the universe now mm-hmm. the same way that uh, that you are so how how did it all begin as in so you said you caught up with the show in seasons two or three um but i mean when did the love really like did you were you instantly sort of obsessed with it or was it over time or on a second watch or why is one tree hill so special to you that's an interesting question um I don't know if I remember an exact moment. Um, I do think that the pilot of Peyton and uh, and Lucas, when uh, her car is is uh, breaks down, I remember that moment a lot. And then there's the first. I don't remember the first. It might have been the second episode, third episode, when they introduce Sophia Bush as Brooke Davis, and she gives this monologue about worrying about the future and it's such a it it seems like it should be so simple and she brings so much depth to it and you know you i think you can enjoy every season of that show for sophia bush alone for her performance that she constantly brings to the table but yeah i i i I don't remember how long it took but i do know that it was at the very least the first season i was hooked and i watched it all the way through um, as it aired, I watched the finale when it aired, you know, um, it, it felt like, you know, ending an era when that show ended for me. Uh, and then, yeah. And then I got my friend Ryan into it. Just, I can't remember how I, oh, I sold him, I sold him on it as, um, it's, it's Cain and Abel on the basketball court. And he was like, wait, what? And then, you know, he was interested enough to give it a shot. And then I think it's one of those shows. Once you start it, it's hard to stop. It's just very, very addictive. Very. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, without, without giving uh, anything away yeah. to Dom, I mean, um, who would you say your overall favorite character is? And, uh, and what would you say your overall favorite season was? Mm. Uh, my favorite character was Brooke Davis. I think that, uh, I, I mean, I love... Haley as well but I think that Brooke is the heart and soul of that show and it might not be evident in the beginning when you're first watching it Dom but like as it as it goes you'll you'll understand my favorite season you know it's a tie between three and four almost but I think four edges it out just a bit because (laughs) three it's three builds to four and when by the time you get to four it's just like everything is playing out in a particular way and it's just so good so good i, I had a little laugh there because simon was telling me that four is his favorite yeah of all of it. so it's quite <laughs> it's quite nice to see that he's uh he's not alone in that <laughs> oh i i would i'd be shocked if most people didn't say three or four were their favorite seasons there's something special about one, uh, just in the fact yeah. that it's like from where it begins. Um, but yeah, I, I agree. I think three, four, um, totally. I mean, the how first, many... The first four seasons of the show are, in my opinion, the best. And then, you know, the show evolves and it's, it's still very good, but it's, you know, it's hard to beat those first four seasons. And that's true with most shows. The beginning is always, you know, it's new. They have so much they can do. I think as well that uh, something that happens with TV shows quite often, especially when they're long running is after a while, the characters have to become bigger and like caricatures of themselves, so to speak. They have to Mm -hmm. then like the the best or one of the 
greatest examples of that is Friends. And if you look at the characters in season mm -hmm. one to 10, they really yeah. go into what they're sort of known for, so to speak. Um, and that's mm -hmm. not to take anything away from it. I love Friends from the beginning all the way to the end. Uh, but mm -hmm. I guess it kind of, they have to keep pushing the, the characters to keep it interesting. So I, I get why it happens. Yeah, I, I once had a creative writing teacher that was telling me, you know, your conflict comes from the character within themselves or the the story. So you have to decide what's the thing you're going to do. And I think that most shows do it well. They, they do both. Um, but I think that One Tree Hill was more of was more of a when it when it came to the big things like you're talking about, that was story and like events. Whereas like a show like Friends or sitcoms in general, they definitely lean more into character. Very well put. How many times would you say roughly over the, the years would you say you've watched One Tree Hill in its entirety? <sighs> That's almost a shameful number to admit. Uh, I mean, geez. I know, I mean, I watched it for River Court. Um, I'd watched it like probably like four times before that so maybe like six now that you know i i remember watching the first couple of seasons a lot of times in preparation for the next season airing kind of thing uh so i've seen the first probably seen the first season more than that but yeah i've seen the whole show all the way through probably like three times i think maybe twice nice nice the bit that broke my heart the most about the river court, and I can't say much about mm -hmm. it because of Dom, but you were so close <laughs> to I know. a pivotal part. And I really wanted to hear like what you had to say on it. And unfortunately, obviously we can't talk about it, but what I'm hoping is maybe when we get to that part, we could invite you on and then we could get your opinion on it. But I mean, did, yeah. Is there any any chance that maybe years in the future that you and Ryan could revisit and, and continue the journey? Or do you think that it's just something that you've decided to just sort of leave as it is? You know, I wouldn't rule it out. Um, it's, you know, it's funny because you would think right now we would be able to because of COVID and everything shutting down. But we're both still super busy. And, you know, there is the difficulty of there's a lot of stress right now. Um the U.S. is not handling things very well, um, and Florida is a mess. And you know, Ryan um, and his family are being put in a very difficult position. Uh, with they have kids, like his and his kids are well, and he's well, and his family's well, but they're having to decide like, can they send their kids back to school and everything like that? So like, it's difficult for me to be like, hey, buddy, let's go, <laughs> let's do a podcast when you know it feels like the sky is falling because it kind of is but i wouldn't rule it out and i don't think ryan would either i don't think we would go back and do every episode that way but maybe you know maybe in the future a recap of of you know this is what we feel about that particular episode or the rest of the seasons you know something along those lines i wouldn't rule it out but i am very happy that someone else is is taking this on both you guys and i i like that tree hill talk exists as well um, like safety is absolutely paramount and um and you and ryan being safe is, is is great to hear and i definitely hope it stays that way and it's yeah. an incredibly stressful time so hopefully one day 
you and Ryan could get back together and be sat in the same room again and, and <laughs> chat One Tree Hill and hopefully I'll have some idea of what the hell's going on and I hope so um, too I just miss him we can in all join in. <laughs> <laughs> he's a he's a like I'm a very short woman he's a he's a really tall dude so he's like a big bear hug I'm like oh I miss Ryan's bear hugs <laughs> <laughs> but yeah you know everyone's just dealing with it the best that they can so we're getting through well, it yeah i mean like like you said there's uh there is a lot going on in the world right now which obviously takes precedence <laughs> over yeah um but yeah i'm sure that there's lots of other listeners like myself that would love to hear some form of continuation and hey perhaps mm. hopefully dom and i could maybe yeah like host some of that in terms of we mm-hmm. would love to have you on uh when we get to some of these pivotal moments and uh yeah. hear yeah. what you hear what you have to say especially the ones that you didn't you know get to Mm-hmm. speak on um which uh, yeah for people that have already seen the show i'm sure that you know what i'm alluding to um but obviously can't mention it um, they're like yelling into their headphones right now trying to <laughs> talk about it because it's a crazy moment like uh, yeah we, we we won't say yeah um, yeah yeah do you want me to do do you want me to do this no leave the earmuffs off um <laughs> How how would you uh, describe Lex uh, One Tree Hill to someone who hasn't seen it without spoilers? I guess you actually already said sort of Cain and Abel. And yeah, Abel. yeah, it's it is like the Cain and Abel, and that's not I didn't come up with that. I think that was Mark Schwann's pitch of like it's Cain and Abel on a basketball court. But I, I would, you know, I think a lot of people think it's just going to be a soapy teen drama, and it is. But I would emphasize the I think there was a lot of um, dealing with families was very important on that show family dynamics broken families um, you know how how our families can be so fractured I've always loved family dramas and things like that you know one of my favorite shows now is this is us I talk about that on Alexa Matt's excellent adventures like that I love that type of show so you know, I, I would describe it as that. I would also say that it's a show that places a lot of value on female friendships. And that was, I think, pretty a pretty big deal at the time. Uh, and then it talked about sports and the importance of, you know, how sports can really shape young people and help them in their, you know, difficult times in their lives, which is being a teenager. Very well described. Very well described. Um, I was trying to explain it to Dom of saying how there's a lot of lot in there that he will really like in terms Mm -hmm. of Dom likes literature. And obviously that's a heavy theme. Oh, yes. Dom likes music. It's a heavy Mm -hmm. theme. The only bit he doesn't know too much about is basketball, but he's bound (laughs) to learn. Basketball. I don't think you have to know a lot about basketball. It's, you know, like you can watch Friday Night Lights and not like football. You know, there's, there's plenty of shows like that. Um, it, but if you understand any sport and like the importance of teammates and, and, you know, how coaches can influence kids' lives, stuff like that, then you'll get it. I, I, I don't watch basketball <laughs> like, <laughs> outside of television. So, you know. Do you have any, any tips for Dom and I to, for this One Tree Hill journey that's going to take us a good few years? Like, do you mm-hmm. have any any tips from your veteran uh, position? I would encourage you guys, I don't know if you're going to do it, but to take what we did, which is pick your favorite song of the week, because that ends up being really fun. 
Um, the OTH Music website, as far as I know, is still up. Uh, so you can find a listing of all of the music on there. Um, and you can send him the links so that he doesn't get spoiled or anything like that. But Or Wikipedia, whatever. But like, I found that was a really fun fun thing to to find oh man there's there's like three great songs on here and i have to choose one um and then just you know pay attention to like how characters evolve that's why we watch television that's what makes it fun something that uh we are going to borrow from you hopefully Mm -hmm. uh, is doing it as a character journey rather than doing it scene by scene so on our Mm -hmm. other podcast the mighty 90s we did the first sort of 10 or so maybe Mm -hmm. 15 or so I don't know uh movies where we were doing a a full scene by scene breakdown and as much as it was good it then become it felt like we were just sort of retelling the the movie where actually and then we did we just did Jurassic Park and Mm -hmm. we decided to do it as a character breakdown which is actually perfect in Jurassic Park because Mm -hmm. they, they sort of split off and whatever and it was so much it flowed and was so much more fluid and uh I think it was nicer to listen to so we're going to steal that and use that. No, that's <laughs> fine. Actually, we uh, one. I don't think we've ever we ever talked about this, but we started recording the first episode of Rivercourt, and we were doing it scene by scene, and we were literally like twenty minutes into it or something like that, and we stopped. We went. This isn't working. This is this feels clunky and whatever. Let's not do this. Like let's not do it this way. Um, let's let's like not because I was trying to put trivia in it the whole time and all kinds of stuff and the format was just really clunky so yeah I mean I I definitely would recommend that that you go in that direction because it's much easier to do and it works well I think in One Tree Hills format as well because you've got these you know main sort of six or so characters Mm -hmm. interchanging obviously throughout the time but uh, so it, it kind of works if they do go off in their individual journey, uh, journeys. But it works really well for movies as well. Um, yeah. So it's it's a great yeah it's a great format choice. Mm-hmm. From a from a TV series sort of perspective, I kind mm-hmm. of think that format would work better because of character development. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing that you can always talk about is this is how they started, this is where they got to. And yes. Although you can do that in in films, we've obviously got the 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 nine seasons of well the nine mm-hmm. years of of these characters so um, that's the beauty of of television versus film i think um i i love movies uh like every, you know i've talked about how much i love movies on my podcast and everything but there's something special about television because it takes so much time with characters and it's really where writers shine yeah definitely yeah do you think you'll watch One Tree Hill again <laughs> like soon like do you think is it something that you think in 10 years time you'll end up watching like is it something that's going to stick with you throughout your life do you think or like oh is- yeah yeah I think that especially those shows that you watched when you were younger you're going to take lessons from them and hold on to them and everything like that so yeah I definitely think it's going to be with me forever kind of thing uh, when will I revisit it again? I don't know. It just depends on when I'm like, I need One Tree Hill in my life. <laughs> you know, it's the same way with like Gilmore Girls or something like that where you're like, I just need this. You know, this is comfort food. 
next time when you watch it, maybe this podcast can accompany it. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I'm very excited to hear you guys take this on. It's really cool. Thank you. I think it will, as far as I can tell, I don't think there's ever been um, like a all male podcast on this. Mm -hmm. And um, I actually, you referenced it in one of the episodes I listened to today where you said that the OC was kind of pitched as kind of like uh, to female fans and then mm -hmm. the One Tree Hill was kind of like the male base mm -hmm. not that obviously they both interchange and, and whatever um yes. so it'll be it'll be really interesting and this is actually the first time i've been able to talk to somebody about it in terms of i don't know anyone that watches the show so. i always had that problem too that's why i forced my friends to watch it <laughs> because <laughs> no one no one had ever uh had ever watched it around me i don't know why the oc was huge but one Tree Hill, but you know, the OC burned out really fast too. That had four seasons and it was done and like no one watched it at the end. One Tree Hill had like a small but steady fan base and it seems to keep growing. Yeah, it's certainly not dying down, which no. is awesome. So, yeah. so I have to add as well, I see from Instagram, et cetera, that you've, you've just written a book that you're hoping to release. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm currently, yeah, I just wrote a book and I'm shopping it to agents and stuff right now so it's a process but yeah i will be keeping people posted on that with my i guess my social media and my podcast very cool very yeah. cool i think one tree hill fans will like the book that's that's, that's something i can say okay so when when not if when this book is published you have to come <laughs> back on and talk to us about the book and uh we can support that as well uh, as well as uh, your podcast and you know anything else you're doing we're Absolutely. this is the community this is the one tree hill community right here we've all <laughs> got to support each other mm -hmm. yeah definitely completely agree awesome well thank you so much for your time and i really hope that we can get you on again in the mm -hmm. future and get your perspective on all of the one tree hill goodness that we're going to cover on the podcast yeah yeah thanks so much for having me on it's it's an honor Cool. Thank you very much. It's lovely to meet you as well. Yes, it was nice to meet you, both of you. So that was our interview with Lex from the Rivercourt cast, which was awesome. So please check out all of her stuff, as well as Issa, Ingrid and Michelle, all of their stuff from It Takes Free Network. This has been awesome, a great introduction. Dom and I are really looking forward to getting stuck in with our first episode with the pilot next week. You can find all of our information on our website, themighty90s.com. You can find our Ravens podcast Instagram on Instagram, which is Ravens Podcast. And thank you for listening. If you enjoy, please rate, review, subscribe. Please tell, tell your friends, people that love One Tree Hill, people that have never heard of One Tree Hill. We want as many people as we can to come along on this journey with us. And thank you for all of your support. 